We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances, every aspect of your finances, your investments throughout your life, even leading up to your retirement. That's what we do on this podcast. It is Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param of Cloudvestors. Cloudvestors is a fiduciary firm that sets people up with the proper uh, investment plan, uh, retirement plan, and they are bound to have your best interest at heart. You can learn more at their website, Cloudvestors. Mo and I have a great conversation every week. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Hello, Mo. Dave, how are you doing? How are you doing today? Good, good. You know, we cover so much on this show. And at the time of our taping, and I should say recording, Man, that's okay. old school taping. We're, we're not using. <laughs> Come any, on, Dave, get with it. We're not using any tape at all here. I promise. At the time of this recording, <laughs> there's a presidential election underway. Imagine that. Um, we're going to look at that and and take a look and have a conversation with Mo on how to prepare for either outcome of the presidential election how to make sure that your portfolio is strong either way with proactive planning but we'll look at how either sides win uh could affect the economy and how you can do some proactive planning so i'm looking forward to 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 digging in a little bit here on on the presidential election yeah it's definitely a hot topic especially uh, it feels like every single you know presidential election is a is a uh it's a headliner, you know, but this one seems to be, you know, to, that's going to take the cake. This one seems to be taking a cake. There's a lot of things going on politically, socially um, over the last few years where, you know, this election seems to be a very pivotal one for the next few years moving forward. I've followed a lot of elections through the years and being somewhat of a political junkie. I like to watch politics kind of as a spectator sport. Um, mm-hmm. And this is <laughs> by far, it's the weirdest presidential election. And, and simply because we're in the middle of the pandemic, uh, the candidates can't campaign like they would like to campaign. Um, the we, we just had the economy crash and then rebound quickly. It, it's just a lot of stimulus coming out. We don't know where we're going with taxes. We have a pretty good idea on that. And that's kind of what we're going to break down. Um, the political outlook. What are there? And by the way, this was a great article you shared with me. Uh, we were reading this over from Fidelity that takes a look mm-hmm. at some of the different scenarios. What are the different scenarios, uh, Mo, as far as who wins and who controls Congress? Right, right. Yeah. So the scenarios there, there's basically three scenarios that are uh, really at the forefront right now. You know, if the incumbent Donald Trump wins and wins a second term uh, and Congress remains split between the Democrats uh, within the House and Republicans in the Senate, uh, that's one that's one outlook. You know, then there's another outlook where the Democrats sweep the White House and Congress. 
And then there's another outlook where pres- uh, where uh, Joe Biden wins the presidency, but the Republicans hold the Senate. Okay. So those are the really three major, most likely scenarios we'll see happening um, in this upcoming election. All right. And all three of them have different impacts and ramifications behind them. Yeah. You know, I mean, if uh, on regulation of industries, on where our taxes go, all, so much. So much. Yeah. If Trump wins, you can expect things to stay static and stay the same for the most part. You know, but the second scenario I mentioned where if the Democrats, you know, sweep the White House and Congress, then it's, it's what you were talking about before, Dave, where, you know, right now the plat- that platform seems to uh, want to increase taxes on corporations and upper I- upper income individuals. It sounds like the that number is $400,000. So as a household, if you make $400,000 or more, you could possibly expect your taxes to go up. And as far as investors and uh, the stimulus uh, investors or capital gains taxes might go up as well. And then we might see some some stimulus. You might see some stimulus going to the economy right now and um, rather than what's going on right now where the two parties can't decide whether they want to do it or not. And then if, if Biden wins and uh, the Senate stays the same as Republicans, uh, then you might see some changes to taxes, but um, you know spending policy might might not go through. Uh, it might just be um, kind of more rhetoric than anything else. Yeah, and and, and um, more than likely, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not one to predict, and especially this year, but you could still <laughs> see some checks and balances in Washington, and and even whatever party holds the Senate, you still have an element of checks and balances because of having to reach that that super majority uh, mm-hmm. in the Senate. So, yeah. Um, the economy, you mentioned stimulus, and of course, at the time of this recording, not taping, <laughs> they are, still can't come to terms on a stimulus deal in Washington. And yeah. I, we don't know where at this time where that's going to go. But looking at the economy overall, looking at Wall Street and then looking at Main Street, um, the outcome, can we look at, can you take a look at, uh, uh, no matter who wins, whether it is President Trump or former Vice President Biden, wh- whichever way, wh- where where do you see our economy? And looking at Wall Street and Main Street. Well, as far as the uh, economy is, is concerned, right now, no matter where you, whether you believe it or not, we're we're in a recession. You know, the market may not seem it. The market may not may not dictate it because, um, you know, you, you may see your. You mentioned before the market has recovered faster than we've ever than we've ever seen before. So, but we are actually in a recession right now, mm-hmm. and so the fiscal spending uh, package, uh, the multi-trillion dollars fiscal spending package, um, that that has to be done. Something has to be done to keep this economy from getting worse, and so. Uh, if if Biden proposes, you know, a combination of federal spending and redistributing of tax burdens from the middle class, basically that's his that's his way of of paying for the the trillion dollars that were stimulus that was giving to the economy that was thrown into the economy earlier this year. So his his goal is to raise the taxes, and if that happens, then um, you're going to have corporations they're going to they're going to have to figure out whether. Um, what their spending is going to look like. You're going to have individuals figuring out what their investment strategy is going to be. You know, there's a big concern that um, between uh, if, if uh, President, uh, former Vice President Biden wins, then you're going to see a lot of investors closer to the end of the year try to re- uh, basically um, realize their capital gains 
because it will be in a lower tax environment right now. So you might see a big swoop of investments um, leaving the market right now. Um, just to, again, realize the lower capital gains tax, but then the following year, just go back in and understand what the new tax laws might look like. So, you know, essentially what's going to happen is we're going to have to have some type of plan to pay for the stimulus and uh, the $3 trillion of stimulus that was thrown into the economy right now. So the economy is, there's going to have to be some type of plan to, to pay for this. And uh, Biden's really is increasing taxes, while Trump is more of lowering corporate tax rates, even lowering um, the the capital gains tax, if if uh, or keeping the capital gains tax where it is right now, but with the idea of spending. If we can keep tax rates low, we'll have corporations that will continue to spend, and we'll have individuals that will continue to spend to make this economy better. You know, the subject of, of proactive planning, and I've been reading about how uh, corporations, successful corporations, and, and the wealthy are really uh, planning ahead of this election with actually, you could call it maybe Plan T for Trump or Plan <laughs> B for Biden. Oh, but, there you go. <laughs> but being like proactive, that. yeah, and that's, and you know, that's something that I know that you talk to your clients about is being proactive. So looking at an individual client, how how do they prepare for whichever way this will go? And, and since we're on taxes, on taxes, first off. Right. So first off, we tell our clients we want to have flexibility in our plans to adjust and not just for presidential elections, but adjust for market volatility, um, adjust for taxes, adjust for their lifestyle, adjust for anything that might change within their lifestyle. So we always keep our plans flexible and nimble enough for any changes that might come up. So as far as taxes are concerned, uh, you know, Biden is proposing um, to increase the top tax rate for corporations. Right now, uh, it's at 21%. Mm-hmm. So he's looking at increasing it to 28%. And for individuals, right now, the highest federal tax rate is 37%. So he wants to increase that to about 396 May not seem like a big deal. You, you may say 2.6%, what's the big deal? But the, that's, that's you know, we're, right now we're coming from um, the lowest tax environment we've had in, in a very, very long time. Very long, yeah. and, and our economy... And the market was was booming until this pandemic hit. So all of a sudden, we might, you know, when we were in this low tax environment, now you're asking individuals to increase their taxes, and you're asking corporations to increase their taxes as well. So, um, yeah, so we're telling our clients, you know, let's put in a position where once we know exactly where um, – you know, clients are putting are saving some money to decide, waiting for the election, waiting for the outcome before they get back into the market or before they start using that money to invest. So we're 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 we're, we're keeping the tax planning basically to the side until we wait and see you know who actually wins okay. because depending on who wins, it, it's gonna it's gonna include um, some various changes we're gonna have to do. At the time of this recording, we're getting so close to the election. But what about with your clients in their investments? Are are you telling them to hold back on that, or how 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 are you advising them on on their investments? <laughs> yeah, so we're not telling them to hold back. We're not proactively saying to hold back. You know, because if you look historically, the the. The elections don't have much of an impact in the market over a long term. Okay. You know, in the short term, you know, there may be some um, some 
volatility depending on who wins, you know, uh, in the short term. But over the long term, it doesn't really have much of an impact on the direction of the market. Um, and we like to have our clients think long term, think big picture when it comes to investing. Uh, but yeah, we have some clients who are asking us uh, to keep some of their money to the side from from investing in certain areas because you know, depending on who wins, I mean, there may be you mentioned deregulation. You know, different um, sectors and different industries might be impacted um, from depending on who wins, which could impact so, jobs and you know, the, the trickle down effect of that, and it impacts where we invest. Mm-hmm. You know, where we put our money. Uh, the great thing about us is that we're we're tactical investors, meaning that we don't um, subscribe um, to a one strategy, one philosophy, one philosophy fits all. Mm-hmm. We actively manage your account, which means that depending on market conditions and where we are in the economic cycle, we will adjust your portfolio accordingly. And with those adjustments, if there's diff- different um, industries that aren't favorable at the moment, then we can easily pull out of that industry and go where the momentum is. So we have that flexibility in our investment approach. And we're looking at the upcoming presidential election at the time of this recording on the podcast, Your Finances Untangled. And as far as uh, interest rates, the infrastructure that is set up that would determine the interest rates, Fed or what have you, is that pretty much, um, are they pretty much autonomous despite who wins the election? So does it matter in that case? And and what, what, what signals are you getting on interest rates? Well, you know, recently, at recently as of this week, it seems like uh, the Feds are going to do their best to keep interest rates as low as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's at first they said it wasn't even on their radar to increase interest rates till twenty twenty two. Now it seems like it's twenty twenty three. So um, we're we're probably no, no matter where we no matter who wins, it seems like we're going to be in a very low interest rate environment at this moment right now. Okay, based off how everything is, um, and you're going to see the Fed's going to continue to keep buying and supporting the bond market, and that's also going to try to keep interest rates low at this point right now as well. Um, you know, I, I think both parties are in line with getting the. E- Getting the the economy back up and running, getting jobs back, um, but they just have a different approach. But I think they're both on the same uh, same level of we're going to try to keep interest rates as low as possible for a while. Um, so this is a good time, you know. If this yeah. is a good time, if you're looking to buy a house, if you're looking to refinance, you know, right. I had a client the other day asked about um, she doesn't like uh, car car debt. Mm-hmm. But she was thinking, is this a good time for her to to maybe get a, a car note and buy a new car because interest rates are so low? Um, you know, if you're thinking about buying a house or refinancing, this is a good time because yeah. in, if you have good credit, obviously. But interest rates are so low at this point that it is if you can do it, it's a great time to to, to purchase a home or refinance. Yeah, yeah it sure is. Looking yeah. at the presidential election and health care. Right. Does that does the outcome of the election? How, how can that affect our healthcare infrastructure? So I think everyone who's listening knows uh, that Trump is not a big fan of the Affordable Care Act, yeah. uh, also known as Obamacare. And that was he, he ran on that platform saying that the Obamacare just needed to be eradicated; it just wasn't great for the country. 
but as you can imagine, Biden, who was uh, Obama's running mate, wants to enhance the <laughs> Affordable Care Act. So depending on who wins, you know, uh, in Trump's uh, first uh, administration, he wasn't able to make any major changes to the Affordable Care Act. Right. So mm-hmm. maybe if we look forward, if he if he wins, maybe he'll have enough steam to make those changes. Um, but if Biden wins, you can you can imagine that uh, the care, the Affordable Care Act is going to be enhanced one way or another. It'll probably still be here. Um, you know, Medi- Biden has also talked talked about extending Medicare eligibility for those who are unemployed uh, over the age of 60. So right now, Medicare, you're eligible at the age of 65. So now if you're unemployed at 60, you know, Biden's talking about uh, being making you eligible for Medicare. Well, that's a big deal. You know, yeah. Medicare is is funded by taxpayers. And so we're going to have a good portion, you know, being able to be eligible for Medicare five years earlier. That's a big deal. You know, that means you're 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 you'll have Medicare. Medicare five years longer, which means that the Medicare trust has to last longer. And how is that going to be? Possibly by increasing taxes, right? Oh, I mean, it, if it, if that's the case, you would think that the yeah, the funding has to be increased on yeah, Medicare. How are gonna, yeah, how are you going to fund it by taxes? Wow. So uh, that could be a good thing because you know, as we get closer to retirement, as you get closer to sixty or sixty-five, you can imagine the cost of healthcare on your own. Uh, it's pretty expensive and pretty pricey. So if you're unemployed and you have a family, you know, healthcare needs are are at your highest and healthcare costs are at your highest. Yeah. So now being eligible for Medicare, you know, could could be a life preserver and lifesaver, but also it's another way that taxes might have to be increased to fund to fund it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does have to come from somewhere. Yeah, looking at so, the, what does that mean? That Social Security might be right. postponed to later. I mean, that's a big thing. That well, they already, of mind. Social Security already has its um challenges ahead. Looking ahead to the year twenty thirty five, and we yeah. talked about that, and we know something's going to have to happen there before that year. Yeah, you know, or I was actually speaking with a potential client recently. Uh, I believe she's, oh gosh late thirties mm-hmm. and we're, and we're building out and carving out a plan for her. And she did not want me to factor in social security at all. Well, you and know, she, if you can do that, that's probably wise. Don't you think? And then it's yeah, you, like icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. If you could, if you could, if you can build a retirement plan where you're satisfying all of your needs on your own, whether it's through your investing and your savings and maybe a sale of a, a sale of a business, if you can, if you can wrap up your entire financial retirement picture on your own, then Social Security, like you said, is icing, is cherry on top of the uh, cherry on top of the cake. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're making me hungry, Mo. Now, look, I was curious. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when you said cherry, I, then I wanted a, a Sunday. I think I'm going to get one in a minute. Uh, it's looking at global markets. Uh, how do you see right. the? What do you see the reaction from global markets on either way the election goes? Well, trade is going to be a big deal. You know, uh, we're we already seeing the trade impact um, with U.S. and China um, today. Um, as of to, as of the what did you say, recording or taping? Uh, well, of today? I, I uh, officially incorrectly <laughs> said uh, originally said taping, but we're, we're okay. <laughs> ta- that, I went to the Smithsonian Institute and bought some reel to reel tape. So. We're, uh, <laughs> 
Uh, but, but as of today's rec- uh, today's recording, <laughs> right. uh, TikTok um, and Walmart and Oracle are in this um, acquisition stage. Yeah. But Trump, as of today, has said that if um, he's he's telling Apple and these other servers to basically not allow TikTok to be downloaded. Okay. Um, wow. You know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of trade tensions between the definitely. U.S. and China. Most definitely. And I don't see that going away. You don't. Uh, okay. I don't. Either way. I don't. Huh. Either way. Well, if Trump wins, you know, if Biden wins, you know, he's a little more of a conventional politician, so. You know, you, you could see him trying to smooth things over with China. That really has been um, um, the way that the Democrats have done in the past, where they looked at China as a as a um, uh, you know as a as a trading partner, mm-hmm. and given uh, a lot of give and takes has been done that way. But with Trump, it's it's really been you know America first, and has basically unlayered some of the advantages and disadvantages that China has taken uh, uh, with the U.S. And so you can, I can see him ramping up these type of restrictions and tariffs in order to put more pressure on China to make it a more even playing field when it comes to their supply chains and their, uh, uh, their manufacturing with the U.S. So... So yeah, there's so yeah. you know it is going to be a big deal depending on who wins as far as trade is concerned in the global market. And one last thing here on taxes, I and mean, we've talked about taxes here, but um, you can maybe clear this up for me. I know sure. we've talked about with 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 a Biden win, we could see a decrease on low and middle income earners, increase on corporations and higher income. Uh, with uh, with a Donald Trump win, probably no major changes. Now I think I'm correct here. Our current tax rate structure. Uh, that's until 2025, which would put uh, Trump's second term at the end, the end of that. Or, uh, right. So are, are you looking, though, at because of all the stimulus, something happening with taxes no matter who wins uh, before 2025? Are you anticipating that? Before 2025, I'm not. Antici- okay. Well, well if, if Trump wins, I'm not anticipating much uh, changes uh, before 2025. Okay. Um, that's, you know, Trump's, the lowering of taxes has been a major increase in boom for the economy. It really has been. And so if we can get up, so so his plan really, his being Trump, his plan really is spending. So if we can get, um, corporate corporations like when their taxes are lowered, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, it allows them to save more money but it also allows them to spend. And sometimes where do, where do they spend? They spend in hiring. So when corporations' income taxes are lower, you may see jobs. You may see more jobs at place. And if there's more jobs, there's more consumer confidence. And if there's more consumer confidence, people are spending more money. And if people are spending more money, the economy gets to be more robust. People don't like it when their taxes increase. So... Um, even with the stimulus, even with all the stimulus package um, that was being tossed out between now and 2025, I don't. If Trump wins, I don't see much right. of a tax That's change between now and then. Now, after, it's a different story. Absolutely, it's a 
completely yeah. different story. Yeah. I mean, of course, it could be a whole different political climate then. We don't even know what the political climate's going to be after November. Right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, That's totally right. And, you know, I know you're you're in you're in you're in the financial industry, but you do have to look at politics because you have to be proactive in planning and, and tweaking plans to anticipate the storm that could be coming or the not un, the unstorm that's coming. I mean, you can't predict any any better than anyone else, but you do have to keep an eye on it. I know, Mo. We have to. We have to. Clients are expecting us to keep an eye on it, but yeah. we have to educate ourselves as well. You know, if uh, Biden has been campaigning on uh, changing the strategies when it comes to retirement planning, so he's there's uh, he's thinking about making it less of a reduction in it, well, less of a deduction when it comes to IRAs and four hundred one k contributions for uh, for the high income earners. Well, you know, we've talked to and and, and have recommended some of our high income earners to use their employer sponsored plans like their four hundred one ks, four three bs. Um, to you know, max it out, put as much as you can into it because you're getting tax deferred growth and you're getting a deduction today. Well, if that goes away or it's not as lucrative or not as as enticing, then we have to change our strategy because it just doesn't make sense at that time. Um, if a new president comes in afterwards and makes a, a changes those rules, then we may go back and pivot to saving in those, in those employer plans. So if we have to stay we have sure. to stay abreast of the yeah, situation. You know, um, we stay away from the from the from the headlines. We stay away from um, the arguments and the chatters that you can see on all these different uh, political shows. But we, we we stick to the facts. We try to get down to, you know, what are what are the real highlights? What are actually the the political party stances and what are their in, and what's what what's the potential impact of their stances well because the person you have the fiduciary responsibility to is your client so you need to build the best plan uh in a living breathing plan for them that uh actually flourishes no matter who's in power you know <laughs> say, it does it does it can affect your life who wins obviously the presidential election and i always say though it's uh, to me it's even uh, a bigger effect on your life who wins the local election so uh be oh, sure yeah. to vote for the soil and water conservation candidate <laughs> that best that, that that best uh meets your ideology but no i mean uh, elections do matter uh so it's important elections. to vote let it's important to vote. It's yeah. it's completely important to vote. So, uh, you know, if you if you vote, you can actually make changes, and uh, you know the things that you want, the things that you want to, see, the changes you want to be, you want to see cha- uh, made, uh, are all based on voting. So yes, mm-hmm. it's so important to vote. So yeah, people vote. in the world die for the uh, ability to do something. We just can have to go down to the I don't know the local high school or gym or the mm-hmm. you know, the church and and take some time and cast a ballot and it, it's democracy in action so anyway go with the up we'll know soon enough after this taping <laughs> mo good show here uh thank you thank good, you i'm sure this will be the last one i'm sure we're going to be, be talking as we get closer to the election we'll, uh we'll talk more about this again yeah, yeah, because we're, we're recording this in September. So, yeah, it's quite likely we'll do that. But one thing's for sure, it's always a good topic here. And you, you do your homework and you put together uh, some good stuff. Really, as I mentioned, covering all ages and phases of, of your career, your life, and, and your investments and the right plans for you, whether early on in your career or up to retirement. So be sure to like and share and rate this podcast. And, Mo, I always enjoy it. Look forward to doing it again. 
same here, Dave. Same here, Dave. Thanks for always joining me. And yes, like, share, rate. Look forward to talking to you next week. Now on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.